the college football experience, Arkansas Razorback season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating at your bets, make sure you grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And last but not least, we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, the NBA Finals free roll contest locks at the end of this week. So make sure you get in your entry for a free shot at winning $1,000. Just enter SGPN into the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Arkansas Razorback season preview. My name is Kobe swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And what a great time to be talking Razorback football. I mean, Sam Pittman year one doing a decent. I thought he did a great job for year one, considering all the other stuff going on um, with COVID with, you know, implementing new offense, new defense. Actually, you know what? Give me the Dundee music. Give me the Dundee music. All right. We got the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yes. Arkansas Razorbacks coming off of a three and seven season. It really should have been a four and six season because there was a terrible call in the Auburn game when Bo Nix threw the ball behind him trying to spike the ball. The sec issued an apology. So basically Sam Pittman should have been four and six. They almost beat LSU lost by three. They bring back 17 starters. And when you factor in, like I was just saying COVID no spring ball, shortened camp, Kendall Bryles, new offense, uh, Barry Odom, new defense that, you know, they didn't, they didn't really, they had to learn on the fly essentially. And to play the way they played, where I think they really only got blown out of the Florida and the uh, the Alabama games, I I think you should be if you're a Razorback fan, you should be really really happy with the first year of Sam Pittman, especially considering how brutal that schedule was. I mean, I what the Arkansas AD had gone out and said like, hey, this is the toughest schedule he thought ever. I disagree with that, but it was an incredibly hard schedule. And by the way, the SEC did them no favors this year, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But 17 starters back. Um, Kendall Bryles, I mean, I would just think they have to be, they have to be more in tune with this offense and more in tune with the defense. So a lot to be optimistic about in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Let's get to it here. Um, Felipe Franks is gone. 
He's gone the quarterback, but sophomore KJ Jefferson looks like it's going to be the guy. Um, this guy came in in that Missouri game. Uh, he passed for three touchdowns, rushed for another. Uh, I think he had 300 and some yards uh, combined and had the game winning drive to take down uh, Missouri. Um, so, well, I mean, I guess, well, at the time you thought you were going to take down Missouri. I think Missouri ended up winning that game, but it was a great drive and, and you could see the promise in him. Now I'm assuming, you know, obviously camp hasn't, hasn't played out, but in spring ball, I think he was the guy KJ Jefferson. Now they do have Malik Hornsby back there. They do have Lucas Coley all battling for the spot uh, to be quarterback uh, of the Razorbacks. I'm assuming it's Jefferson, but obviously these things will get worked out in camp. Um, and, and it's really good because Arkansas basically returns their offensive line. Uh, you look and you could say, well, it's four or five starters. No, but the, the, Fifth guy's got plenty of starts, so it's basically returning their entire offensive line. That is one of the most encouraging things. And Pittman was an O line coach. Uh, that's how he, he, you know, he got his uh, his chance. Essentially, he was a damn good O line coach at Georgia and a bunch of other schools prior to that. Um, so bringing back, I mean, I'll say this: previewing all 130 teams, guys. So uh, you know, if you if you haven't checked out the other episodes, get out there. We're going alphabetically. We are the college football experience. We preview every single uh, FBS team and even probably going to hit a few FCSs too. So, but one of the things we always look for every year is are they returning all five offensive linemen? I mean, that's always a key thing we circle. Uh, gotta love that. Bringing back Myron Cunningham, the guy's a stud. Uh, Ty Cleary, just a, f- a few other guys that, that just key players on this offensive line and really probably the, the oil that's going to make this engine work at the end of the day. Uh, Trey lot Smith is back at running back after, after leading the team uh, in rushing for like 700 and some yards a season ago behind him. They got a senior TJ Hammonds and a freshman rocket Sanders that will probably get some touches uh, throughout the season. Passing game should be good. I mean, you got Traylon Burks back. He had 820 yards, seven touchdowns a season ago, all SEC wide out. But Mike Woods, your other transfer who, who or your other receiver who was a stud, he transferred out to Oklahoma. Brutal. Brutal right there. Um they're bringing back both tight ends and Blake Kern and Hudson Henry, both guys with with, you know, with reps, with experience. So you really got to like what you see. You know, if that quarter, if KJ Jefferson can be what we saw, um, I really think this offense might be able to really move the ball. Obviously, the w- other wide receiver spot, Trey Knox, probably going to be the, the the guy. Uh, Davion Warren. So, the offense, I think, as long as Jefferson goes, it's almost like when we were previewing uh, Arizona State in a way with uh, with Daniels. Is as long as Daniels could go, well, uh, same situation with Jefferson. If this guy can be, or uh, whoever they use, if it's Hornsby, if it's Coley, I think it's going to be Jefferson. If uh, if if he can play solid, I think this offense is going to be solid. Um, defensively is what I really like. Cause when you, you analyze the Razorbacks defense, first off, I love the hire of Barry Odom. Th- that's another point here is Kendall Bryles and Barry Odom would not surprise me if they're head coaches elsewhere in the next few years, I would actually be kind of shocked if one, at least one of the two should be, but I, I think both Barry Odom. I thought did a decent job at Missouri. I mean, I don't know that he deserved to be fired is my point. He's a really good defensive coordinator. I was really impressed watching them a season ago. Um, 
and like I said, implementing that, I, they're only going to be better this year. And a lot of that has to do with more familiarity with the system. But another thing is bringing nine starters back on defense, led by uh, uh, first team SEC linebacker Grant Morgan. I think he was second in tackles in the whole conference. Bringing him back, uh, as well as uh, the other linebacker, Bumper Pool, who was second team SEC all defense. And they got a second team safety all SEC defense in Jalen uh, Catalone. Uh, this defense could be really good. It could be really good. I mean, this team's probably <laughs> I, you look and I don't see where you're really supposed to be disappointed. Sure. Maybe you, you would have liked to, to, to bring back woods at wide out and the quarterback play it needs to be seen, but I mean, everywhere else I look, I mean, I like the, I like the corners. I like, I mean, Hudson Clark. Uh, I mean, they, 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 they just loaded kind of all throughout the defense. I feel like I think they're going to be a tough team week in week out in the sec. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm trying to make the case here because it's tough. They, I, I alluded to this earlier. I don't know what it is. And it's, and I, it's my conspiracy that I always believe in on the college football experiences that uh, these conferences, they, they go for the, they, they basically protect the name brands and that you want your main reason why we need a large playoff that, that, and, and it seems to be, we're getting that hopefully At, their schedule is unbelievable. And it was unbelievable last year. They don't do that to Alabama. They don't do that to LSU. They don't do that to, to Georgia. They really don't. And uh, I, I put it like this. So I did a thing in 2019. I think it was with back-to-back away games within within the power five. Can't, I can't really look at last year. Cause the, the last year was just so fucking crazy. Certain teams played five games. Certain teams played four, uh, certain teams played 10, whatever. So I, you throw out last year. I didn't even, I didn't even do the numbers on that, but I did this before on 2019. I think I did it on 18 and 17 back-to-back away games. You lose one of the two at like a 93 point something percent rate. If memory serves me correct. There's a reason, guys, why why Alabama has played one back-to-back series in the past, well, I think, five or six years. Same with LSU, and within the conference, I'm saying within the conference, they might have played one. No, but Bama doesn't go on the road, but other teams sort of might have played a back-to-back away outside of the conference. But with something that the conference has control of is the scheduling. Well, Clemson's played zero in the ACC. And if memory serves me correct, I believe Oklahoma's played zero the past five years or six, but this is not including 2020 because I know games got canceled and added. So teams did end up playing these things, but I'm saying if you go back from 2019 to 2014, Oklahoma played zero, I think Texas played one. And meanwhile, you look at, at the likes of the other teams, um, you know, Iowa state's playing five back to uh, uh, basically a back to back away every year. Missouri's playing it every year. Kansas playing it every year. Boston College playing it every year. Louisville playing it every year. UVA every year. Um, look at this year in the Pac-12. There's a reason what USC and Oregon don't have back-to-back aways. Everyone else does. Just it's just it's it smells. It smells. But anyway, I mean, I know the athletic director of Arkansas had said these things, saying, "Hey, man, what the hell?" And I I would say the SEC definitely. Look, I appreciate what the SEC is doing to make a 12-team playoff. I'm I'm excited for that. However, that I only believe that they almost wanted to, to to punish him even more because the schedule is absolutely brutal. The win total in Vegas is five and a half. 
right? Five and a half is the win total. Uh, the first game of the season. Well, let's just go. We're going. We're going game by game through the schedule here. Um, let's go. First game is against the Rice Owls, who I, I actually think. I mean, I'm not going to make. I'm not going to sit here and say Rice is going to beat Arkansas, but I do think Rice was was looking pretty solid last year. They upset undefeated Marshall on the road. They just got Dylan McCaffrey. Wouldn't surprise me if rice makes a bowl this year. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, week two, they get Texas. They're hosting rice. They're hosting Texas. So I got Arkansas one and zero beating rice uh, in comes in Steve Sarkeesian in Texas. And I think that they could win this game. Arkansas really could win this game. Cause I mean, this is an old, old uh, rivalry. Um, but I think blindly you got to favor Texas, but I do think this is going to be a game in the fourth quarter. Uh, would not shock me if Arkansas won this game, but coming into it, I got to say, okay, we got to give a slight edge to Texas. I think everyone would say that. And then one of the dumbest things they could do schedule wise out of conference was schedule Georgia Southern in a sandwich spot between Texas and Texas A and M. Because there's nothing worse than having to take a triple. You get a short week prepared to a trip. Or not, not really a short week, but just a few practices to prepare for a triple option team that's notorious for being a, a. I mean, for 30, 40 years now, been a great program at winning football games with this triple option. Ask Georgia. What last time Georgia Southern played at Georgia, that game went into overtime. I understand Southern got whooped by LSU a few years ago, but they beat Florida back at 14. It's just a dangerous game to me. I'm still going to give it to Arkansas. But so I got them a two and one out the gate. And this is where the SEC just just does no favors for them. They basically have an away game. It it's called a neutral site game, but it's in Arlington, Texas against Texas AM. The game is in Texas. This is an away game. Arkansas is located in Arkansas, believe it or not. Texas AM is located in Texas. It's in Arlington, it's in Jerry's world. This is an away game, and obviously A and M's the more talented team at the moment. So I wouldn't shock me though. Wouldn't shock me if Arkansas was able to win this. I do think it could be a game in the. I, I expect it to be a game in the fourth quarter, but I got to go A and M blindly. So listen to this though. They have three away games then. So at A and M, the very next week they are at Georgia in Athens. That's a loss, right? Well, the very next week after that, they're in Oxford, Mississippi, taking on you know uh, Lane Train and 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 Jeff Levy's bunch uh, with Matt Corral. That's three weeks on the road, right there. You're at Texas A and M, or you you're not in College Station, but you're in Texas playing Texas A and M. You're at Georgia. You're at Ole Miss. That is absolutely brutal, and it's going to get worse here. First off, you come home after all that, and you get Auburn. Brian Harson Auburn just sitting there waiting for you. Right? That's a horrible four game stretch. Absolutely horrible four game stretch. You can make the case it's a horrible six game stretch just because Georgia Southern's a triple option team. Those are a pain in the ass to play. You you know, the a lot of times teams say, "Oh man, I mean I, we had Bud Foster, f- famous Virginia Tech defensive coordinator on our own show." And he was talking about out of all the offenses he played in the in his career, as a defensive coordinator with the Hokies, which was a long career, one of the best defensive coordinators ever. You know, he's played the likes of Saban's Alabama's team or Alabama's teams. He played the Miami teams with Andre Johnson and all those studs, even back in the, the late nineties, early two thousands. 
I mean, he's played a slew of different teams. Um, Rich Rodriguez, West Virginia's te- uh, teams, you know, the Cle- Clemson and the ACC with Trevor Lawrence and with, with uh, Deshaun Watson. And he said out of all of them, the team that bothered him the most as a defensive coordinator was Paul Johnson and Georgia tech. So to have a triple option team, just sandwiched in there is brutal. Um, but then you got that, that, that four game stretch a and M at Georgia at Ole Miss home to Auburn. Oh man. I'm going to say, I mean, you'll be lucky if you win one of those. So let's just say they, they can escape one of those. They beat old mess or they, I don't even think they will. I think they're going to be dogs in all four. They're gonna be dogs in all four of those games. Let's say you get Auburn. Then you would just be what you'd have. You'd be, you'd be three and then uh, what three and four you're home to Arkansas Pine bluff. That's a win, even though they're decent in the FCS. And then you get a bye week the bye week actually kind of comes at a bad time because you had Arkansas Pine Bluff the week before. Normally you try to space these things out you're, you, and you'd be able to get two bye weeks, but then you're home to Mississippi state and Mike Leach, where last year was a game. I expect Leach's offense to be better. It's kind of a 50, 50 game. It's a big one for your season. If you want any shot at going bowling, this is like a must win game because we only have you with three wins right now. And that was giving you uh, well, no, I guess four wins now with Arkansas Pine Bluff. You have to win this game, essentially. You have to win this game, uh, and I don't know that you will. But let's just play devil's advocate here. That's the fifth win. Then the SEC they, they deals them. They already dealt them the most ridiculous thing anyone's had to do in the SEC with the, the three weeks basically away from. You're going to three different states on the road, essentially. The home state, the home team is playing in their home state, and bad enough. So your chances of winning statistically, if you go back to 2019 are very low on those back-to-back away, then they give you at LSU and at Bama, (laughs) maybe the two hardest places to play in the country back-to-back away. So they have two sets of back-to-back away. And one of the sets is a three game that features Georgia on the back-to-back. The other is LSU and that's even funnier too, is they get LSU first Bama on the second half of the back-to-back away. Oh man, they're not winning those. And then they're home to Missouri, which is probably going to be another wild game, but I would favor, I would probably favor Missouri at this point, but Drinkowitz, I mean, it, it, this is going to be a, a close game and that's your, your hope. So your hope, if you're a, a Razorback fan is you got to avoid the upset in Georgia Southern and, 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 and well, I think it'll be fine against rice, but against Georgia Southern avoid that upset. So that's two wins. You got to pull the upset against either Auburn or old miss. Um, take care of Arkansas pine bluff, which I think you will. Then you got to just win these 50, 50 games like Mississippi state and Missouri. I don't see it happening as much as I like this team and like what they're returning. They're one of the more interesting teams in college football. I'd say the sec has a lot. I just did an interesting team this episode. They have a lot of really interesting teams this year. I think you can make a case. I mean, in that episode, I made a case for like Ole miss and uh, Mississippi state and LSU. I think it was, but I mean, all throughout the conference, whether it's oh, and, and Missouri, South Carolina, Arkansas, all of these teams are even Auburn. They're kind of, a lot of these teams are question marks. They have a lot of big question marks that you, they have a high ceiling and also a very low ceiling. I mean, you want to play devil's advocate here uh, back to 
let's say they lose to Georgia Southern. Let's say, I mean, can we say this? Uh, We had a COVID season. Arkansas didn't play out of conference. I know Pittman's changed the culture there, but uh, what a year before that, or two in the past couple of years, they took losses to Colorado State. They lost, took losses to San Jose State. They took losses uh, to Toledo not that long ago when Matt Campbell was at Toledo. I think they almost lost to like an FCS or two. So it wouldn't shock me. I think Tulsa whooped them. I think didn't Tulsa whoop them in, in, in Arkansas? So I don't know why we're just supposed to just say, hey, that Georgia Southern game is an automatic win. I get it. The culture's changed. I like their offensive coordinator. I like their defensive coordinator. I like Sam Pittman. And I like the fact they're returning all that. But con- in between Texas and Texas AM, you got to play a triple option team. Let's just play devil's advocate. Say Georgia, Georgia Southern jumps up and bites them. Then you're looking at a potential horrible season. Then you're, I mean, then you're looking at what, the, the, what if they lose to Auburn? They're probably going to be a dog to Auburn, or, or even if they beat Georgia Southern. Let's just say they beat Rice, Georgia Southern, and Arkansas Pine Bluff, but they drop every other game. Certainly possible. There's a good chance they could be a dog in every other game. I think they might be favored against Mississippi State. That's tough. The win total's five and a half, guys. If I, I'm, I'm going to stay away from this one because I I like the team, I like the coordinators, I like the head coach. So it wouldn't shock me. If he's able to pull off an upset or two and he gets the six wins or seven wins. But if I, if you gun to my head, you're making me bet this. I'm taking the under on the Razorbacks. I'm taking the under that schedule is brutal. You're going to see an, uh, uh, an article uh, over at sports podcast.com within the week of the top 10 hardest uh, college football schedules. And, and, and I have, I have uh, Arkansas in that top 10. They're not number one to me. They, 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 you know what? They make a case for it though. The only thing is getting Arkansas pine bluff rice and Georgia Southern, I think is a little easier than, than getting than some of these other teams out there. I think like Stanford plays 12 power fives, you know what I mean? Uh, so, but I think it's right up there as one of the hardest schedules in the nation. So I think guys, if you're an Arkansas fan, you can't even blame Pittman. These schedules last year and this year, it's like the sec has it out for you. Yeah. That's the only thing I could say. I mean, I'll blame Arkansas for scheduling Georgia Southern where they did in Texas. If it was me, I would have tried to flip those dates. But uh, besides that SEC, just giving them death blows. All right, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, like I said, make sure you subscribe. And, and, and also Arkansas Razorback fans. I mean, Eric Musselman doing a great job with your basketball program make sure you follow the college basketball experience, which I host as well. Me, Patty C and NC Nick. They're not here. My co-hosts are not here right now, but we talk college football and college basketball year round. So college basketball experience, go subscribe to that thing. We got you covered. Arkansas is going to be really good this year, bringing in a slew of transfers, slew of transfers. uh, And and what a run Musselman had uh, a season ago. So we got you covered here on the college football experience and the college basketball experience. But yes, we are breaking down all 130 college football teams as well. I mentioned my two co-hosts. They're not here, here like this moment, but uh, they will be back soon. And, and me and those two co-hosts handicap every single college football and college basketball division one game. We've been doing that for three years or no, four years now, four years. And we've been over 500 each and every season as a collective, but also independently. And we've been way over 500 on our locks 
every single year. We release a uh, spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com, giving you out all these picks for free every single day of the season. So make sure you stay tuned. Check that out. Subscribe to the college football experience. Um, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about the program. We'd certainly appreciate it. And as a token of our appreciation, if you do that, take a screenshot, tag me on Twitter at the Colby D doesn't even have to be a screenshot. It could be whatever you could use a, a whatever type, anything that, that you can take a photo with. All right. Disposable camera. You could go buy a disposable camera if they still make those and do that. Um, but somehow get it to me at the Colby D on Twitter. And uh, if you do, I will send you a brand new college experience t-shirt. You got to do it. Everyone loves these t-shirts. Chicks are going crazy about it. Men are going crazy about it. I, I was talking to uh, someone the other day said I wore it at the beach, you know, and randomly some, some girls started talking to him. He was telling me that she just started talking to him. And I said, well, it's cause the shirt, man. And obviously it's cause the shirt, brand new shirt. I told you guys many episodes that I've read studies that wearing a brand new t-shirt and you know, increases your chances of uh, hooking up with somebody or meeting somebody. Uh, You just look better. You're more presentable, presentable. I can't even fucking talk over here. Anyway, guys, uh, please subscribe to the college football experience. I'll send you that college t-shirt or the college football experience t-shirt. Give me a follow at the Colby D give my co-host a follow Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, NC Knicks on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And don't forget to follow the sports gambling podcast network at the SGP network and check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast and that new app SGPN app. That's an awesome thing we got going. All of our picks will be, you'll be able to get them all from the app right there and the podcast. So check that out as well. All right, guys, this is the college football experience. Arkansas Razorback season preview. You better start thinking about yours. Oh yeah.